I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. We're the guys from that film shoot, and this is our latest review, Lift. Directed by F. Gary Gray and written by Daniel Kunkauer, Lift is the heist comedy film starring Kevin Hart. The movie is out now on Netflix, but if you haven't watched Lift yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Before we get into it, make sure you subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find us. And feel free to leave us a review. And follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film Stew Podcast. So, Jason, what is Lyft about? An international heist crew is recruited to prevent a terrorist attack and must pull off the heist on a plane mid-flight. It's like they lift stuff, which is the theft, but then they're also in a plane, which lifts off. It's crazy. I was going to say, that was brilliant, <laughs> but accurate. That's the. That, that's it. That's right. I mean, that's I actually thought, like, it's like it, this happens sometimes in movies. It's like we're halfway through the movie, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, this is also the third act. <laughs> like, I'm like, we're there already, and yeah, no, that that happened. Um, but look, the premise of this is pretty. I would kind. Of, I was really interested in this at the start. Like, look, I didn't read too much into it. Like, I read the brief synopsis and I went into it. And the opening sequence, like, you know, you know, we both like we get our socks off with um with heist movies. We enjoy the, you know, when when they pull them off pretty well. And like the opening scene sequence, that whole I don't know the first like twenty minutes. There's you know the auction and you know the yacht and that guy from Spider-Man, you know, like uh, Jacob, what's his name? Um, you know, there's things going on. What's happening? Oh, there's a, there's a twist. Now they're coming up with a plan. Oh, that chick's kind of like, she's, she was against them. Now they're, now she's recruiting them. Like, Oh, what a, what a spin. There's romantic sparks between them two. All right. All right. This is, this is fun. And then the actual main heist happens and I'm like, all right <laughs> it's it's okay um that might actually be my full review i'm not sure <laughs> you know you know this movie is don't you when we did our year in review like one of my worst movies of the year and the reason why i picked it and it stood out it was the movie ghosted on right yeah apple tv plus great cast Chris Evans, Andy Armour's really good director mm. in Dexter Fletcher. It was just bland, generic, looked expensive, lots of, you know, cool locations. Oh, they're international, yeah. There's ah. And there was the movie on Netflix, Heart of Stone. The comparison was made with that movie. And here we are, one of the first reviews of the year. 12th of January, we get this on Netflix. And it's another... Is another one of those. You are right. The opening is pretty interesting, but it's a heist movie. One that is fairly similar to movies like The Italian Job. Even looking at The Italian Job, that begins with uh, a heist in Venice. There's a boat chase. The main heist is stealing bars of gold. Very similar. Very Holy similar. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 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 But let's yeah, look at the creatives, right? Before we get to the cast, mm. we'll get to Kevin Hart. Let's start with director F. Gary Gray. He is the guy 
who directed the eighth installment of the Fast and Furious franchise, The Fate of the Furious, in 2017, which is the 23rd highest grossing film of all time. He also did this. He also did this movie. It's his most recent <laughs> movie. And looking at what else he's done, he started uh, directing music videos. He's worked with Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. He directed the Waterfalls music video for TLC, Miss Jackson. My God. But Outcast. <laughs> that's his music video credentials. Sure. His directorial debut was the Comedy Friday in 1995, Ice Cube, Chris Tucker. He actually directed the remake of The Italian Job in 2003. He did Be Cool in 2005, the follow-up to Get Shorty, Straight out of Compton in 2015. The point I'm trying to make here, this guy... He's done some good shit. He's done some good very shit. impressive resume. I mean, the star of this movie is Kevin Hart. Okay, we will get to Kevin Hart. I need to take us back a little bit more because... Looking at the talent that is attached to this movie, and yes, it can be easy nowadays to dismiss a Netflix original film. We've been guilty oh. of that in the past. I do it all the time. Like, uh, <laughs> but this movie right. is directed by F. Gary Gray. Again, I don't need to go through it. We know what his resume is. This movie was produced by Simon Kimberg. Another producer on this movie, Matt Reeves. You know, the director of The Batman. It's just, there's so many names attached to this film. They've got really impressive bodies of work elsewhere. And and that, that very massive point that you're making there just makes it all the more worse. Like, it's... It, yeah, no, that's that's not great. That's it's not good. And look, you mentioned Kevin Hart. And is it wrong to say that this is the most different Kevin Hart I've, I think I've ever seen. Not to, no, I mean, I haven't, I haven't explored probably the majority of his catalog, not intentionally or anything. But I feel like when I have seen him and when I've enjoyed him, you know, he's that wacky, you know, comedic kind of presence. And it's like, look, him leading a film, a heist film. I'm like, you know, he's gonna be. He's going to be quipping, snappy one-liners, like just being... And look, he, he's got a handful of them, I, I'll admit. He, he's got them, but he's pretty dry here. He's not overly... He's not a big character. Not like a big character, but, you know, like... No, no mate, I... Like a personality. He's not, he's not huge, and maybe that's a good thing, but... I knew. I don't know. I expected something fun with him, and he wasn't that entertaining in this. I knew where you were going with this. Yeah. And where you were going with this before you even started, I, I thought as I was watching it, if this wasn't for streaming, if this was a movie on the big screen, Kevin Hart wouldn't be cast as Cyrus. He just wouldn't. I'm a fan of Kevin Hart. I really like him in his movies, but he's normally, you know, the loud, over-the-top guy. And he does that really well. If this was a movie on the big screen, maybe it would have been another collaboration with Dwayne Johnson, who would have been mm. Cyrus. And maybe Kevin Hart would have been Magnus, you know, or another <laughs> character on on the team. And and that part would have been made into a bigger part for him. But I just as I was watching it, I was thinking, 
if this wasn't made for streaming, I don't think Kevin Hart would have been Cyrus. It would have been somebody else, and he would have been another member of the team. But because it's a Netflix original movie made for streaming, Kevin Kevin Hart, he's he's the guy. But again, like there's there's no reason why he can't lead a movie, and and we can't get excited. Oh, old bit, you show me the poster, and you're like, look, we're we're, we're reviewing this one next. And I'm like, look, the, the poster looks kind of ass. The synopsis doesn't sound too great, but it's a heist film, and I'm seeing Kevin Hart on the poster, and I'm like. You know what? I'm liking that. Um, it's pulling me, and I'm like, yeah, I can, I can watch Kevin Hart like lead this thing. We should have some fun. We should have some fun times in this heist movie starring Kevin Hart. Why am I not having fun times in this heist movie starring Kevin Hart? I don't understand. Because Kevin I... Hart isn't doing Kevin Hart. Like, yes, he's just there. He's just there. Yeah, and you know, I'm saying like you know, maybe this could have been a movie about you know The Rock as the lead, and Kevin Hart could have been comic relief. But that's but what I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say The Rock is better than Kevin. Hart. Proven. Like, it's just, the Rock doesn't need to be switched on all the time. He doesn't need to be funny, and that's I guess what we've come to expect from Kevin Hart, and and we're not getting that. Is you know is. Is more monotone. Is cool. Yes, he's got some quips and he's flirting, but I don't know. It's a very tame performance from him. It's that, obviously what they were going that, for. That that change of speed does work. Like you mentioned, like with The Rock, like it works with him. Other actors that we've seen primarily in comedic roles, and then they take on not necessarily straight dramas and stuff like that, but like when they are playing it a little bit more reserved and stuff, and it has worked. And it's like they they still are appealing characters, they're entertaining, there's something about them, and I'm like, I'm enjoying this more, you know, like pulled back, reeled in version of this actor or whoever. But just something here is just like, eh, like I'm not getting I'm not getting the other flip of the coin. I'm just getting coins falling down the drain. I don't know where it is. Lost me money. You know I'm not thinking that even if we'd have seen this version of Kevin Hart you know, a smaller performance in another movie. You know, it's okay, we've kind of seen that before, but because it's like, it's his whole character, and yes, it's an ensemble, but it is his movie. Like, think back to the Hobbs and Shaw movie, and he pops up mm-hmm. in that. He's the Kevin Hart. Yeah. You know, he's like loud, comic relief. Chris Tucker, you know, look at the Rush Hour movies, he's big, loud, He's over the top, but then he had those few scenes in Air, the you know Ben Affleck movie, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't know. It just it threw me a little bit. But do you know who I thought was generally really entertaining whenever he was on screen? Vincent Offrio. Offrio yes. as <laughs> Denton or Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> and they'll be Oliver's my favorite. Oliver, yeah, so he's like, and I do like that everybody has a particular skill set, you know, and that always makes up a team, you know, heist movies. Works and his, in the high setting, yeah. yeah, and his is like, you know, he's the master of disguise, but he's just not the best. <laughs> Which, you know, is, is good. And, and, yeah, is... and you know what? A genuine moment that made me laugh is when, you know, Denton is showing... Uh, Cyrus, the look that he's giving 
Abby, who he's clearly got a big crush on. And then he's like, he's trying to get him to do the face, and he does the face at Abby, and that was pretty funny. You know, a few um, quiet chuckles there. <laughs> but yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio, I thought he was brilliant in this. Generally entertaining whenever he was on screen. Yeah, definitely a standout character or characters, I suppose, with what he's got going on. And yeah, that's no, weird. Like at the at the start, I'm like, like, who is he? Is he like, is he one of the antagonists? Someone, you know, is he just there at the auction, just being a pain in the ass? And but I was like, oh, he's he's really in this movie, and he's part of the team. And yeah, no, he's he's great. I mean, there's a few like other, you know, like names in there. Like Sam Worthington is in it, just kind of given very direct line delivery. I mean he's alright. It's it's a predictable character though, isn't it? Like we yeah. We know that character Yeah. So, so when he's like, you know sacrifice her, go for it, shoot. He's that guy. He's <laughs> that guy that is gonna step over anybody to get the job done. Yeah. And then you got like Abby who's played by Google and Bartha Roy, we've seen her recently in uh, you know the Loki series. Like she's she's fine in this. Like she she's doing all right. But it's just like these dynamics of the characters. At first, it's interesting. It's like okay, she's she's using her position to then you know like use these characters for you know the needs of her job and what she needs to pull off. And but then it's like. She just want to cut, and then it's like, what's going on with her and Kevin Hart's character? And, and obviously, like, you know where it's going. They're gonna smack on at the end. It's it's all good, smoochy smoochy, and they do. You see it coming. There's nothing. It's sort of like everything at the beginning. There's set up for like this interesting stuff with like with her character and all that, but then it just it just doesn't go anywhere. Nothing happens. Like they pull off the heist, and it's like cool. That's and then it's that do. cliche like, where she hands she in a badge. <laughs> she hands yes. in a badge. Here, take yes. my gun and badge. I quit. Okay. <laughs> like, yep. Yep. It's that old <sighs> trope. And he's like, hey, we spent a week together. And she's like, it was five days. And he's like, mm. it was a work week. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and that just comes up the times. It's great. A character like... um. Jorgensen, like Jean Reno's character or Jean Reno's character, one note. Like I love the guy. He's you know he can be a lot of fun. He can he's had some wacky roles and stuff. In this thing, he's he's one note. When you're first introduced to him, you're like instantly like, yep, he's our antagonist, the bad guy. Definitely wasn't Vincent D'Onofrio. He's the bad guy. And then every time he's on screen, it's like he's just saying something that it's like, yep, you are still the bad guy. Yep, yep, we get it. Yep. Cool. It's stiff. It's boring. There's nothing to it. He's not interesting. It's, 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 uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. In That's the opening, movie. I said it's, it's another one of those movies. It's Ghost, yeah. it's Heart of Stone, it's Lift. It's, it's. I mean, do you know what? Out of those other movies, you know, all three combined, this has not even got the better title. <laughs> I get it. They are literally going to lift. Yeah, I mean, they they do that thing where like they say the title of the movie pretty early on when he's talking about what they do. It's like, yeah, we lift stuff. <laughs> it's like he said it. 
really 15 minutes in well done so i give him props for that that was that was good um yeah man look a big chunk of this movie is them pulling off the main heist with the plane using their other plane uh, it's amazing to me how boring that heist actually was. Like, like when, if it's like a movie, it's not really a heist movie, but then there's a heist within it, and it's like, oh, look, that wasn't really that interesting or creative or whatever. I, I give it a pass because I'm like, well, it's not a heist movie. It's they just pulled off a heist within it. But like, this is its main, it's its main thing. It should be and fun. It was the most boring heist. It should be fun. Watched. I know it was a remake, but look at the. Steven Soderbergh, Ocean's Eleven movie. That is fantastic. One of the best remakes, you know, out there, you know. It's probably in but the it's top so, 10, 15 of remakes that are great. It's so fun. It's sleight of hand. You're yeah. looking over here when you should be looking over there. And yes, it's, it's it's like it was a casino. Watching, it's different, but still something. Like a magic show, a performance. like That's it. With, but something. With film editing, cutting, like yeah, side-by-sides and things happening at the same time or were they you know like crazy stuff going on this i don't know like to make a if I, so boring it's... if i didn't know i'd be like was this i mean i i, I don't want to be offensive but is this like a first home director or is this it didn't <laughs> feel no yeah. but but this the thing is though it's like if gary gray hasn't accidentally made a couple of good movies He's a he's a really good director. Like he's a, I just I don't I don't understand. Everyone has a if everyone gets uh, you know a bad day at the office, this might be and not to say he hasn't had one before, but like this might be his big one. I know, but it's like okay, so we've looked at his track record. Like, what's different? Like, this is the first movie he's made within the Netflix mold. Like, this is like a house movie for Netflix. Like, this is. This is their thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's uh, like, I mean, this is our budget. We're going to hire you. And this is the movie that we want to make because it's all based on that. Like, we've seen that people are tuning into certain things. So we want to put those elements into a movie. It's it's there, just... There's a formula to it. Yeah. Like you said, you know, like the locations, get some, get some big names in it, make it look pretty, throw in some action. It doesn't have to be crazy, but just throw in some action and, it's just it's just simple as yeah and it's sort of like look here's a here's a paycheck for you and then you know like look taking a job is taking a job like it's, it's all good won't knock anyone for that but I, I feel like he's just taking it and he's like yeah cool i'll get the actors to do the stuff on the uh, in the script i will get someone to point the camera where it needs to point and I'll oversee someone editing it all together and we'll call it a day. Like That's it. Easy. Pretty simple. My guess, when he's got his next film coming out on the poster, it's not going to say from the director of Lyft. I think he's going to credit <laughs> one of his other movies. I mean, does the poster of this say from the director of XYZ or whatever? Like, is there, is there anything? That's a good question, actually, because, you know, it should do. Like, if they're allowed to, which I think they are. Like this, you know, Fate of the Furious, like they started as heist movies. They became super spies. <laughs> yeah. But that would have been a, a good one to credit. Or 
I wonder what they actually did put on the post. Like, that would have been you a huge what? one. Yeah, like I'm gonna have a look. The director of Fate of the Furious, like that's you um you stall, you say things, and I'm gonna have a quick look. <laughs> no, nothing. It just says big at the top of the poster, Kevin Hart. No other actors are credited on the poster, even though they're all stood there looking moody. Mm. The heist begins at 40,000 feet. That's it. There it are a couple character posters, though, um, that have the other characters. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, nothing nothing selling the director. I mean, Nothing selling the director at all. Did Netflix even know who they had? Like, <laughs> Maybe they... It's not, like, it's not like he's a household name. Like, if you go to Man on the Street and say, hey, who is... F. Gary Gray, they're going to be like, oh, well, he's the director of da 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 da. I love, you know, his movies. But if you say, hey, have you watched this movie, that movie, they'll be like, oh, yeah, they're, they're good, fun movies and all that kind of jazz. I reckon I, this yeah. is, I reckon this, this, I never really noticed it before. This could be a streaming thing, you know, because normally, like, even if you're Warner Brothers and you're using, you know, a director's previous work that was at a different studio. They're going to surely give, yes, you can credit our movie, whatever, because it's, you know, patting each other on the back. Yeah. Like, you know, this is the director of Universal Studios movie in this new Warner Brothers movie. And then the posters up at the cinema, you know, bus stops, whatever. Streaming's different. Yeah. It's a different kind of thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's just odd. I, that... I think even like even like with especially with Netflix, I feel like their marketing and stuff is a lot different as well. Like, I mean, essentially, what they could do is on every post, so they could say from the studio that brought you, a, yeah, I don't know, Heart of Gold, Heart of Stone, whatever the hell that's called, Ghosted from the studio that brought you Ghosted. Is that really going to draw people in? Is it really going to draw people in? I mean, I'm now looking at the poster for Heart of Stone. Ah, do you know what? Okay, okay. This this whole series come undone. Um, By the way, I'm now looking at posters for different movies other than talking about Lyft. But anyway, we'll get back to Lyft. I'm waiting for you to lead us into the rating, but if you need to get this off your list. I'm looking at the poster of Heart of Stone, and it does say below the title... From executive producers of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning and producers of The Old Guard, The Old Guard being a Netflix film, but it doesn't actually say who those executive producers are. Anyway, so they have credited another movie on there. But then again, that was a Skydance movie. This is not interesting. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's do our rating for Lyft because I've, I've lost my attention span. Yeah, yeah, look, Maybe. sometimes when sometimes when we like we review we, we do this podcast and we we talk about an episode, I might have a rating in mind and I might actually lift it a little bit higher. I was leading literally just to that. Um I yeah, might lift it a little bit look. higher after talking about it and being like, look, you know what, there are some redeeming things for it. With this, I was going with a certain number and I was like, this is probably where I'm gonna land. Having talked about it now, I feel like going to lower it we are going to descend we're gonna descend here <laughs> you can you pack it in I, I was i was coming in with a two i think i'm gonna give it a 1.5 yeah. like again the opening s- sequence like 15 20 minutes whatever had me i was like hey look this is pretty i'm pretty engaged this is pretty fun but then from there like a nosedive and i will stop with the plane puns in a minute <laughs> like a nosedive like it just the movie just died literally just dies and it just goes wow this is like flat dead on arrival uh i'm not sure if that's a plane pun or not um but 
the the heist is boring and that's a big chunk of the movie i literally was watching this being like like oh okay so they're gonna do this one and then i'm like oh so what is the big the actual big you know set piece and i'm like oh we're already there like this is the plane that's the thing on the poster it's a lift i get it okay and then i was like oh right there's a bit of action and stuff happening on the plane but i was like i'm just bored it's so boring the characters are flat there's nothing to this it's another it's just another netflix bit of like just cookie cutter dribble it's it's not good not good 1.5 out of 5 yeah for all the points you just made there and i was the same i was going to come in at a 2 which i thought was a low score so 1.5 it it's just yeah. it's, it's it's boring and i've not seen the numbers and your know, netflix don't always give the numbers they'll, they'll just tell you know how many viewers they'll just tell you if it's number one in the world or whatever like whatever positioning <laughs> it is but no doubt people are tuning in and watching this movie because it's yeah. there. Most people have Netflix. They might not have all the streaming all they, services. Or they watch it for half an hour and then they turn it off. Still counts. <laughs> Mate, I, I, they, there's no way Netflix are waiting until half an hour to count that as a view. No, I, I think it's like five minutes or something ridiculous. Oh, I, it, I don't know, but I would guess shorter than that. Like you accidentally press play and you get the dum dum locked in. <laughs> they watched it. <laughs> they watched our end logo. Oh, 1.5. <laughs> it's just boring, but it's like visually, it's like, oh, you know, like wow, it looks great. And there's some interesting stunts or whatever, but it just Kevin Hart like him, but just feels miscast as Cyrus. It just that didn't work for me and it, it's just it's just boring like it should not be boring and it wasn't even that long really i think the runtime it was somewhere around one hour 40 one hour 45 which is a pretty decent duration for this type of movie but because it was boring for the most part it dragged how many times do you reckon we've said boring in this in this review which is not a good thing <laughs> Yeah, are we coming too high with a 1.5 shall we <laughs> oh, no, it, look I enjoyed, I enjoyed Vincent D'Onofrio and was, yeah, yeah no that's true Oliver don't mean to be negative like about anything really but I wasn't too surprised that after the movie had ended that that's the experience I had it's pretty much what I thought it was going to be I didn't go in wanting it to be bad but I also wasn't thinking it was going to be great. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to be bored, though, but I, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens. I just feel like it just happens far too often. And I'll, I've been the first one to admit, like, Netflix have started to put out some decent movies. I'm like, hang on, hang on. They're, you know, things are on the, things are on the up. But... They, I don't know. I feel like they're, they're still just falling back to yeah. It's not great. It's just it's just not. Great. I'd have it's, gone. It's feeling like director home video quality. Yeah. Like you would never pick up those shitty little movie DVDs that you find at the at Blockbuster or wherever. Like you wouldn't. Like, but I was just gonna yeah, say. Pass, pass. I don't care if Bruce Willis is on the cover. Like yeah, I'm <laughs> past. Like <laughs> if I'd have gone to the cinema. And paid for a ticket for this movie. End credits. I'd be like, "What the hell?" 
it's funny that they're like as annoyed as i get after watching reloads and being like oh, that was that was not a great time at all not even close it's like okay worse the, the worst thing is that i've wasted some time if i had actually wasted money i would be furious <laughs> yeah, there is films films like that and then the, but then there's like the flip side some films you're watching streaming it's sort of like i'd have liked to have seen that at the cinema like, <laughs> yeah, that's true but like the it's... predator movie pray that would have been great on the big screen yeah and it deserved to have been yeah it's man I don't know, we just can't win we live in a crazy world it's crazy times well that's it for our review if you haven't already check out our other shows rewind and review and sounds like comics each of those shows also have their own facebook pages if you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 and stay tuned for our upcoming review of Roleplay. You've been listening to Luke. And you've been listening to Jason. We're the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon.